0: to the AFA podcast, the official podcast for animationforadults.com. My name is Rachel and I am joined by the my usual cohorts. Chris. Hey Chris. Hey, how's it going? It's been going pretty good. How things going with you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Good to hear. And Dan, hello Dan. Hi Rachel. How have you been this week?
1: I've been good, thanks. How have you been?
0: Ah okay, it's a Ah. bit damp damp outside, but Right. Other than that, okay awesome. and yvonne
2: hey Yvonne hey, how's it going?
0: It's going okay uh how are things going with you uh, I,
2: everything's everything is doing well here I, I I'm obviously um trying to kick out this uh cold uh little <laughs> something that I'm sort of caught it was a gift from the Odyssey festival um that I, I sort of i'm still trying to get rid of it so. It's an, I have an unwelcome guest in the the form of a virus. Oh dear. I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning the battle.
0: Good. Very good. All right. (laughs) Well, then we'll, well, in that case, we'll jump right into it. So then you can make sure you can go get your rest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And because our main topic for this episode is actually going to be the, what is it? The Tribeca Film Festival that you were able to go to, Yvonne?
2: Yes. Yes. Um. I uh it was great. I had an industry accreditation this year and uh I, yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, basically they had um they had a small um animation uh little short uh animation program and it, I think it was the first time they'd done this. It was called Whoopi Shorts. Um mm-hmm. so Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> um curated along with the um main shorts programmers. Holy crap um, awesome I know I think she made the final select or she made the final selections of the films, but um yeah, it was a really nice program um a couple of the shorts specifically um like the the orchestra by Mikey Hill was incredible and um I actually got a chance to meet him um at one of the at the Virginia film commission party um and he is lovely. I and the thing is, like, when I looked him up, um, I didn't realise that I was actually a fan of his work from a while back. Um, he did the not so great Eugene Green animation. It's a short film. Really terrific. <clears throat> really terrific stuff. And um uh yeah, but the orchestra is a beautiful film and it's uh really getting around to uh, festivals and and I'm sure it's going to win a bunch of awards. Like it's terrific. Um, there were a few that were really lovely. are uh, the other ones off? And I'll You know, well, I'll just send you a list of list to the link or link list of uh, to the page so that people can sort of check it out. But
0: oh, so good. yeah, cool. they're A yeah. lot of them are accessible online. Then
2: Uh well, at least trailers are. Um, they might not be since they're sort of playing in festivals now and the rules. Mm-hmm. I think the rules might be changing for that, but they're still a little bit strict. I think some people want to make sure uh, they're... Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how many of them are
0: available online. Well, that's okay. Just just include the links and uh, send us the links and we'll make sure we include those in the show notes. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, And the other thing I really wanted to check out was the VR stuff because... There was a huge focus on VR, and I guess um, some of the same programs played at South by Southwest recently, but um, Tribeca really focused on it, and um, so they had a hub. It was at 50 Verk Street, um, and I was there pretty much every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I what's cool is I went the first day, I was sort of at home, and I had my little bag, and I was looking through the calendar, getting all excited. And it, it, um, it's just nice to be kind of like a visitor in your own city, you know. Um, I kind of I sort of, pre- like, I could pretend I was traveling here <laughs> to go to the festival. <laughs> I know, I, seriously, that's kind of what I did. I sort of wandered around in circles, like around the area and took pictures of the buildings. And, um, but anyway, I wound up hanging out. Or, or the night before, like as I'm sort of preparing for my next few days, like I would if I was, you know, in a trip, like having got off the plane or whatever, in my hotel room. Um, I was like, wait a minute, it's open now. I'm just gonna go. So, but so like eight o'clock at night, I went in there. It was open until 11 p.m. each day. Um, mm-hmm. That that it was accessible. The VR. Uh, they had a couple different VR programs, but this one in particular, in the beginning, the Storyscapes uh, program uh, was open till eleven each night that it was on. So it was cool. It was, it was like empty that first night. So I actually got to experience like six different uh, VR uh, pieces. Oh wow, that's awesome! It is because after that, it was mobbed, and the wait time has got to be. They were up to like four or five hours. Oh, Ooh. God.
0: Yeah. So it's good that you got in early as you did.
2: Yeah. So you totally. got to experience all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, many, many of them for sure. And then later on, they had, um, they called it a virtual arcade. And what that was is um, kind of, they were more, they were sort of less interactive, more, uh, Sort of just their programs using the uh, 360 degree camera. So mm-hmm. it was virtual reality, and you use uh, the sets. A lot of them um, use the Oculus, is it the Oculus Samsung, the Gearware one where you um, pop the Samsung phone into the headset? It was kind of a, a little bit of a like, lower end experience, but um, more sort of more accessible. Still really interesting, but because you have the screen right up close to your face, there's like a slight grain. Um, I was always wondering where that, what that was from, but I think it's from the screen. Um, And then some of the other, uh, I also got to experience some of the HTC uh, uh, Valve those HTC headsets. You know, with the that have there are little spaces set up for that, so you actually stand and kind of move around in a uh, probably, you know, six by, or say like eight by eight foot space. Hmm. Um, Yeah, maybe it's a little bit larger than that. But they have uh, sensors that sort of, at least uh, track where you are in space a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, where you're standing. Yeah, that's the thing. So those were a little bit different. Yeah, now they're not tracking your body. But if you were holding the controllers, no, 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 Uh Okay, so so that was kind of let's see. Basically, there were there were educational programs, there were sort of game related development programs, and there are a lot of sort of these uh, sort of base programs that are um, in development. So we are get ready for this virtual, um, experience of the future that we can have, right? So. <laughs> Um and then there were um like social commentary social outreach things that sort of the, the focus was on sharing other people's experience or um or uh, sort of explaining a position um and then there were some that were just specifically about animation and entertainment okay. um so one of the the sort of social um uh presentations it was called uh six by nine um i won't put a link up so i six by there was probably a longer name but it was about um solitary confinement and it was done in uh partnership the Guardian put it on in partnership with um, Frontline. That's where the audio tracks were from, and then um, they worked with inmates who had, you know, experienced and lived in solitary confinement. And so you put the the goggles on, and you went to this box. Sat on a bench, and um, you weren't sort of getting up and walking around in this when you were just sitting down, experiencing the presentation, experiencing the presentation. But as you looked around, you were in a solitary confinement cell. So you have the goggles on, and then you have, you know, sound. So you really are – it does transport you because all of those senses are uh,
0: busy, right? <laughs> so
2: so you're looking around the room, and it's all – I think uh, the mill um, <coughs> uh, did the rendering and and development for the interior. It looked really good. I mean, it looked like a video game, but it's just – like you're in the room, you know? And wow. so as you look at different objects, like say – A letter an inmate is writing to his girlfriend that would highlight and you'd hear sound from that or if you looked over at say the books on the shelf then uh, that would highlight they would talk about the libraries in the prison Um, and then there was more of a presentation uh, type of uh, value to it and that you know writing on the wall would like show you things you could get solitary confinement for and some of them were really absurd and some of them it just kind of showed you, like, where things are now, you know, what's happening now in the American prison system. And then uh, and then there's one point, and this is the part, you had to sign a waiver, actually, for this, to experience this one. And the reason is that uh, because all of your senses are kind of controlled, and at one point I did have to, like, sort of touch the bench I was sitting on to just remind myself that, like, it's okay, like, like <laughs> that I am not, like, really? I am, my reality is here, um, yeah. Because it's a little odd, you know. You look down, mm-hmm. and you're in this cell, and there's. It, it is a little. You're sort of um, living into worlds in a way in your mind, just a little. Um, but yeah, at one the way point, it pulls they, your senses exactly. And and at at one point, um, you're kind of lifted up. You rise towards your head. Rises towards the ceiling. And what they're trying to show, and the walls start cracking, and they're trying to show, uh, trying to make you feel really disturbed. And and the point of it was that, you know, people don't do well in solitary confinement where human beings aren't created to experience um, something like this, and it's torture. And um, they don't use those words, but um, that's kind of the message. And you Mm. feel extremely uncomfortable during this.
3: Yeah, that sounds intense.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's something. Yeah, yeah. The thing that's interesting, and I had a little bit of a debate with one guy who was um, working on a, a game. There was a lot of game installations, too. There's so much stuff. It was so cool. Um, but, but um, like I had mentioned to him, uh, there seems to be this sort of straight line to empathy. And his argument was, but is it... Because then, you know, people are like, Oh, I experienced this but they haven't really experienced anything. And I'm like, oh, so that's yes. valid it's, point.
0: it it's still yeah. virtual reality, not actual right. reality. But still and in, in a world where not everyone can have the same experience as another as another person if you really want to try and get in a person's shoes. This is it this seems like a medium that you could use in order to say like, oh, well, these are what these are people are experiencing day by day
2: exactly and I'm with you 100% on that because it is that sort of moving past the flat screen um, so that you have this sort of free will to look around counts for a lot and you Mm -hmm. um, take in information you wouldn't otherwise take in and it's very powerful you're taking it
1: in the way that you would as well it's not like yeah like video games have this as well like you are the character So you can have the character behave however you want. It's not so passive in how, like, the experience is, yeah, drunk up.
2: Right, The
1: stuff stuff sounds incredible, it really does, but, like, the thing you were saying about, you know, empathy is, like, isn't that all art? Like, all literature is kind of... Yes, So it's not really, it shouldn't be that surprising. It's... You know, no. in my mind, I always go back to the thing of um, you know the the um, the train coming at people. You know, mm-hmm. with uh, right. early cinema, like it's going to be shocking to them, but it's really just the medium. Still, it's not going to, and that's kind of why I'm a little bit surprised that you're saying like a, you have to sign a waiver for a part where the ceiling collapsed in. I mean, I well, I, I get that it's probably yeah. distressing, but. It seems a little bit of a stunt, almost, to have you mm. do that.
2: Well, they, they didn't have way...
1: I mean, I haven't you know been what... through it. It's right. really easy for me to say.
2: Well, I'll tell you something. Um, I, I didn't think that the waiver was necessary for the solitary confinement one. That said, I saw another example. Um, and honestly, I don't remember the name of this one, unfortunately. But I'll, again, I'll put it in the list. But for this one, there should have been a waiver sign, and the reason is that you're in a situation that is triggering, like emotionally triggering. Oh God! Um, yeah, you, in the, in this one, you walk around, so there was an area roped off, and you'd put the headset on, and you were you were witnessing a scene of domestic violence. <gasps> so this is the thing that's really crazy. Because, and Dan, you'll know where I'm coming from, you're in the, you're in the CG environment that you totally recognize as mm. something that you could have created, and you are with these characters that are life-size, and they look like uh, Mixamo characters, or they look like, like sort of lower-end game engine avatars um and it's just motion capture and like it's not super sophisticated like there's not a lot of facial animation there's like sort of looped uh it's clunky you know what i mean in the way that that like maybe an older video game is
0: like yeah like it's playstation 2 generation kind of
2: yeah like you see you're in a neighborhood you're standing there a car pulls up the difference is they're using like actual 911 one uh sounds and then some of it is reenactment, and I think, or what? Anyway, but so you're in the you're in the neighborhood, and you see these two women get out of the car, and they're obviously upset, and they kind of run in. The next thing you know, you're in the room, and there's this guy with a gun, and you're right there in the room with them. And even mm. though it's not really realistic, it's realistic enough, but but you. You, this is like fight or flight thing that happens
1: yeah yeah but you must th- that's really really tricky doing that because yeah. that's nothing like watching a movie where the yeah. camera where the camera is like you know um, is god you know basically you you don't mm-hmm. you're not involved but in this yeah. are you a character can you see your feet or something like that
2: you I don't know you were not a character in this one they didn't yeah. Right. Have an overlay or anything, um, but even but if you're not you a were, you,
1: if you even if you're not a sorry, even if you're not a character, yeah. by what you're saying, like by being in that space, it's like it I'm awful. sharing these I'm sharing yeah. these walls with you, and then suddenly, you know, you must feel like somehow accountable for not being able to do anything.
2: Exactly, that's exactly the point of it, and that's where like all lines are crossed, and then suddenly this new medium. Is just It's just different. I mean, like, you want to, like, do something or get out of the way or just get out of the way, for one. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, you're sort of limited in where you can go. I mean, they're still working on that part. Like, sort of how to, at least as far as I've seen, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure developments are being made all the time. But, you know, how to track movement through space. I'm sure there are video game demos that take care of this. And I I, um, either didn't see anything... The actual movement itself seemed pretty limited. Um yeah,
0: but it again, depends like, on the video game.
2: Well I didn't really I the only controller um example I used was like a uh just an educational thing and you were just basically drawing lines. But um mm-hmm. <clears throat> they didn't really track you through, say, a moving sandbox uh map, you know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. you weren't like going on journeys or anything. I mean, you might in some regards, but maybe you were just sitting there pointing to things with the headset. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then that would trigger a movement forward. It was a very, like, point and click, you know? Um, okay. So there wasn't a lot of, like, moving through space and shooting things and stuff. But that mm-hmm. said, um, the quality was way higher than I thought it was going to be for the CG stuff. Um, there was another example um, of just animation, that was lovely, and it was called um, LMA. Um, and the thing is, I was so caught off guard by the little characters that honestly I didn't pay any attention to the story at all.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I saw one blog post that said like, "You were the camera, which it's exactly right. Like you are the camera, and you can change the camera to be wherever you want and of course my impulse is to try and break it like so I'm like moving around there are a lot of people that just sort of stood there not a lot but I saw many just kind of stand there and not really move around and um, I was trying to sort of move around as much as possible just to see what would happen you know Um, (laughs) and because I wanted to see how far you could go and you could if you could shove your head through stuff which you totally can um,
3: oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, you know, to, like, see the characters. But that that um, that example was so cool. It was 18 minutes long, and um, the animation was really nice, and the little models were really beautiful. And basically, it was like being on a stop-motion animated set that had come to oh. life.
3: Wow.
2: Like the little characters were the size that they could fit in your hand
3: and uh, you just watch
2: them do your, do their thing while you walk, could walk around them in their world. That was amazing. It was really cool. And the only thing is when you look down, you were floating in the clouds. Uh, that was a little scary. Because I, I was like... And then there was a little town down in the bottom, and I wanted to get down to see if I could see more, if I got closer. But I was scared I was going to fall. <laughs> because I was just like, there's nothing to hold on to. That's the other thing. They... You do not seem to care at all about people tripping over that cord you're attached to. <laughs> uh Like, no one's even thinking about that.
1: And honestly... There are so, so many videos on YouTube of people, <laughs> um, making people um, people putting the VR headset on someone. Uh-huh. Uh, like, usually it's just, like, a roller coaster. And uh-huh. they make the person stand up. Uh-huh. And then, like, they, you know, they push them. And sometimes people like freak out. there are so many where people just fall over backwards <laughs> right oh yeah because well, honestly... it with your, <laughs> yeah your um balance I know perception or <laughs> well not honest. only that,
2: but you're just your input is not is in a different place, like your sensory input, so so those all of those um the v r stuff was really pretty cool and so, but then the other thing... I just have to mention this real quick, and then I'll quit. Uh, it's like I'll, I'm doing all the talking. But, um, okay. It's, it's
0: all uh, fascinating stuff. Yeah, it is, know. right? We, we wanted it? to hear this. Yeah. We're <laughs> really looking so forward awesome.
2: to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. It was awesome. So the other thing is... Oh, I should really have these guys' names written down. We'll put a link in the show notes. So these guys did... Um, it's like, this is super creepy, but it was interesting as a concept, and I, you could tell what it is, why they were doing it. Um, so mm-hmm. these two guys, they were like, ugh, sense of, like, smell of death or sense of death. or uh, They were celebrity death moments, which is ugh, weird. So one was JFK mm-hmm. and one was Whitney Houston. Oh. And basically, it, oh. they had these two coffins set up that were like temperature-controlled coffin real coffins, like that you would store bodies in, huh. um, supposedly never used, brand new. <laughs> and um, you oh. roll, you were rolled into one. <gasps> oh, no. And the door is shut. <gasps>
3: no, 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 then, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> and then they would pipe in sound and for so for the jfk one it was the sound of the parade and um what you, yeah and then there would be oh. a sound of a bullet flying by and um oh. and then then they would pipe in um you wouldn't see anything you were just put into this pitch black thing oh and so then, it wasn't
1: really a vr it's not really it was what they, it? they
2: piped in smell
1: Oh! Oh so my like, God! That, so like digitally, like 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 um programmed smells.
2: Yes. Oh so my. you would, so you see how this would tie into VR very well, and then yeah. the experience oh. itself was just strange because
0: that first just of all, freaky as hell. Uh,
2: yeah. First of all, going into the they roll you, your body is rolled in just like a turd. Oh. <laughs>
0: And I'm then sorry. the door says, <laughs> I'm, was a I'm panic. sorry, I'm being emotionally triggered right now. Just <laughs> like,
2: oh, Yeah. Um, you oh. did get a panic button that you could push. Okay, it, good. It, All right. Yeah, they did that. give you that. So you weren't trying to bang on the wall or anything and saying like that. No, they gave you a panic most button. Fears is
0: being and then. Like, <laughs> stuck in a coffin underground. And she's like, no.
2: God. Yeah, no, it's pretty scary. It, it took me a while just to relax um cuz i was just like like totally like tightened up as soon as they rolled me in i'm like oh my god, oh my god. Like, everything is like tense and um so then i'm like okay okay i'm fine um and then you couldn't even tell if your eyes were open or closed oh, because god. it was so pitch black uh-huh. so like you really couldn't tell there's no way for you to tell unless you touched your eyes oh, you know what i mean like oh, i mean yeah, you could feel it i guess It just, but you know what I mean? Like, you could not tell from sight. Anyway, so the smells um, for the JFK one, you know, I mean, I'm not closely, obviously, have no connection to that um, emotionally, or you know what I mean? I wasn't around then. But so the smells that were of like cotton candy and like parade, and I don't know, like, this is a big thing, you know? And then it's like your graphic card, the graphic card of your brain is like, you know, some people are really visual and would have a different experience. Some people mm. just kind of, you know what I mean. You would deal with that in a totally different way. And these smells mm-hmm. coming in and the sound—it was just—and then when the you hear the bullet, it, it wasn't a lot of, there wasn't like it wasn't like morbid or screaming or anything like that. But the smells then changed to like earth and cemetery kind of like right. grass, right? And then and then the Whitney Houston, Houston one was totally disturbing like that oh one goodness. and i don't know how they can even get away with this but anyway there was like this smell of um this weird chlorine smell that went with like bath water that oh. uh that you know because the water has that chlorinated smell especially in the u.s anyway and yeah. um and it's something you don't even think about and um but i don't know if it, this is the fascinating part. Um, even though I think the silver death thing is a little bit gimmicky, but the fascinating part of it was that my response was like, like I was like, I'm being poisoned, like, <gasps> like get me out of here, and and then there was this like, I, it was supposed to be like a drug pipe or there's like a, a, a frying, you know, kind of sound, and I swear to you, I felt heat. But just on one part of my head, like, <gasps> just like on this one part of my head, I felt hot. It was the weirdest thing. That you know is what I so mean? scary. And it was super disturbing. Like, I panicked. I almost panicked completely a couple times. So there was something in there that... It's just fascinating because I have no idea what was going on. You know what I mean? I could have just laid in there going... This is kind of tacky. I remember But no, uh-uh. I was like, what well, is the top of my head is hot? You know, like like I I didn't really know what to do and then I panicked. So it Like it are they actually pumping
0: toxic vapors into this thing? Yeah, no, by I, I a really feeling. It's
1: just like yeah. get me the hell out. That <laughs> yeah, was really, weird. That's really yeah. tricky. It do you know what, it yeah. reminds me of it reminds me of, you know, um illusionists and magic magicians Ooh, who yeah have that electric chair um sort of um act and they can hypnotize people into thinking that something's hot or sharp or cold and as i remember like i um penn and teller talk about that stuff a lot and uh-huh. about how important it is to create, like, a safe space, essentially, for the audience so they understand that nothing is ever close to being dangerous. Like their, you know, their their bullet catch trick where they shoot each- <laughs> where it looks like uh-huh. they're shooting each other in the mouth.
2: Uh-huh.
1: They've said, like, that those sorts of tricks that look dangerous cannot be anything close to dangerous because it's not fair to put your audience through that kind of potential distress Of you know through through the idea of like oh I might see someone shot tonight on stage right Um, it seems to me like these experiences play in a similar gray area of like
2: uh huh
1: not betraying trust but being quite um, uh, liberal with it like with what yeah
2: oh yeah there is not there is people are really excited about it and they're excited about the the money i'm not necessarily talking about the people putting working hard on these projects per se but maybe the people funding it i don't know i don't know but it does you do get the sense that there's not a lot of thought put into like safety and stuff and i mean i had a long conversation with this guy who has been involved in this stuff for the last three years and and he we should actually you guys should i should should introduce you to him um he's fascinating he really knows the ins and outs like the in, in, the nitty gritty of all of this stuff um, he works to sort of help filmmakers integrate their work in VR and um, um, yeah I look forward to um, speaking more with him but he uh, we had a long conversation about how you know the, these goggles probably shouldn't be put on kids you know under a certain age yeah. um, definitely because it messes with your Focus. It has to do with focus and, and um, eye development. You know, and I made this joke. I was just like, "Oh yeah," and this is the point in time in human history if we survive that you know we're like suddenly all of our all the transcripts for a certain portion of the world population look entirely different, or we all have to wear like um, corrective lenses that adjust for our cross eyes. You
3: know?
2: <laughs> like this is the part where a whole section of the world suddenly. Now it has cross eyes. (laughs) No, I was you know it's a joke, but (laughs) but um, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, that said, like I'm totally excited about all of it. But um, yeah, it was something. It was something. I mean, you're right. You're right. It does uh, seems like I don't know. We'll see what happens. In a way,
1: it's also like really cool that you're getting
3: Mm -hmm.
1: all these Lumiere kind of stages of people just jumping headfirst into, you know, like such a new uh, me- medium almost, right? Yeah, right. I'd say so. Right, yeah. Like, you
0: um... say so, so,
1: so people who don't... I mean, I don't think there are going to be many people who fully understand the full, uh, you know, like toolbox of grammar that's available and... How to exploit feelings and how how to um, how to be in control essentially, of right. the audience such a in right. such a such a deft way that like you know now we're very familiar in like movies in with right. the idea of the director like you know controlling and t- taking the audience on on empathetic and sensory ish kind of um, right. yeah.
2: Yeah, and and that's the thing, like, um, I mean, sound is obviously something that's used a lot. There's one other one that was strictly, um, oh, actually, there were a couple that were um, strictly um, sort of animation experiences. And um, one was uh, was uh, The Forest. Was it called The Forest? Um, Basically got on this, it had very, like, a never-ending story kind of feel where you hmm. got onto this creature, I know, and um, rode the creature, and, like, you feel like you're being lifted up. Like, your brain really does just kind of go with the idea. And you're kind of <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm being lifted up right now. and riding on this creature. It's super cool. And you're like, Yeah, you're, like, flying around, and I'm just like, oh, how cool would this be to do in, like, World of Warcraft? Or, you know what I mean? Like, like, you're not watching your avatar. You're, like, on the freaking, you know, Griffin or whatever, like that would be freaking. cool. Oh, that's
1: actually one of the few VR things I did, like for the movie uh, War- uh-huh. Warcraft. They released oh, really? a mobile. Yeah, they released like a flyover thing where you're on an eagle. I think it's an eagle. Uh, yeah, I I tried that with cardboard, and it was it was okay. It was it was a little like. Yeah, I think already there's a bit of an issue with. um, uh, file sizes.
2: Oh yeah, and, yeah, totally. And, like,
1: what what you're gonna ask people to download because it was not very big and it kind of it kind of ruined it a bit because there were lots of artifacts and
3: mm-hmm.
1: you need like a really crisp image for it to to work.
2: Right. And there's actually I found one uh there's a horror game for cardboard that I tried at home later. And it was really effective. Like you could move forward with the little button on the side
1: and that's oh, all no. you could
2: do was really walk, move forward, but it totally works. Mm. So you could like stand in your kitchen, walk forward in these like dark dungeon maze things. And it was pretty scary. Like
0: what's the name of the game?
2: Uh I will have to um I'll have to find it. 'Cause it was just really like a one off thing. I I just was looking for something to show someone and then came across that and went, Oh, this is really cool. So I'll I'll send you a link. Sorry about that. But um <laughs> it was just something I just thought of. But uh yeah, that was like way more effective than I thought it would be. The other um the other uh, animation that I saw uh, no, well, one of the other animations I saw was called Invasion. And that one you have. Um, these um, little bunny characters and um, it's some aliens that come down, <laughs> and there's sort of like a little battle between them. And in that one, when you look down, you are totally in a rabbit, but like a big fat bunny body.
3: Um, <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: Which made me laugh out loud. I was like, awesome. Like the only thing I wish is that you know that my arms would have moved when I move my arms. <laughs> but so you, you know, can see, like, like the
0: little paws and everything.
2: Exactly. That would have been really cool. But obviously, like, there was nothing to track my hand. So, um, you know, but maybe controllers would probably do that. But it, that was really cool. And the animation was great. Um, uh, uh, I'll have to put a link in the show notes for that, too. Um, really, really um, uh, fun one, though. Really fun. And in that one, you pretty much just kind of were in the scene with the characters um sort of watching and experiencing the animation with them you know life size which is just a strange way to watch stuff mm-hmm.
3: i have i have to ask though whether the bunnies okay in the end can, uh, uh,
2: yes. oh yes oh okay
3: okay that's all right yeah.
2: <laughs> it's all right <laughs> yeah you felt a little bit helpless honestly cuz you couldn't really participate or do anything um i am looking forward to being able to play around with more interactive stuff you know but um, yeah. I'm so buying a headset, like, and I think I'll be buying the, the Valve one. Supposedly, my computer can run it, um, according to the last graphic card update. Um, so, um, I'm going to have to put some change away and, uh, get one of those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Clear some space. Clear some space. And, um... Yeah, and I don't know, like cover everything in foam. No, I don't know. <laughs> make <laughs> so sure is safely padded. Make sure
0: you keep an eye on where that. Um, what did you say? You said there was a cord too.
2: Yeah, there's a cord you're attached to. It's uh, totally nuts. I'm not. Make,
0: make make sure you don't trip over that. Yeah, exactly.
3: Any of those people who managed to break their TV with their Wii remote by throwing it at it should not be. <laughs> should not be allowed to vr set <laughs> yes i
0: wholeheartedly <no laughs> agree
2: it's crazy well i've seen i saw a couple of videos of like there was one young woman and i think it was posted on reddit or something and she was just screaming it was um there was some sort of horror video oh zombie video game where you shot the zombies oh and people no were, people were like oh she's so annoying and i'm like no she she's terrified like she, legitimately, she
0: has legitimately a phobia for zombies.
2: Like she on. kept she kept the thing on and kept shooting. I thought it was pretty awesome of her, but um it oh it's funny. Like I was just like I, it, your heart rate would just go through the roof. Like I, I can't wait to try. Can't mm-hmm. wait to try it.
0: Yeah, I'd have to be careful with some of those things, especially with the more horror-based ones because I am I like, <laughs> I have anxiety issues, so any one of those, like intense, like various intense, like situations or horror situations, I would it would probably could potentially send me into a anxiety attack. So I gotta be careful. But
2: yeah, it does no, sound I'm, like a neat experience. Yeah. Really, uh, yeah, I I'm the same way. I I don't. I mean, I still play those games, but I I'm not. I, yeah, I they're, they they me, totally.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you just even like I'm. I'm I'll admit I'm a I'm a scare I'm a a one of the biggest scaredy cats you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> just, just even like the the fact that this, you know, they're presenting all this kind of uh media in a new way, just like which can really up the intensity if you're not prepared for it, you know. You just yeah. you gotta be really careful with who oh, you yeah. have experienced that.
2: Yeah, no, I get freaked out when things run at me in video games. Like I can't even imagine having like a VR headset.
3: <laughs> With oh my god. Running at me
2: <laughs> the Silent
0: same
2: Hill, size. VR. Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that just sounds horrifying. Yeah. Oh my lord. But I would totally try it, you know, but I don't know <laughs> if I could get through a game. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, funny. I know what, I know what you're saying about like I mean, I'm I'm thinking, you know, you'll have to use um people will start paying much more attention to those peggy um in, in Europe, like, we have the PEGI system for rating games, and uh-huh. they, they also, like, have, like, um, little symbols kind of hinting at the thematic content, like whether a game is scary or violent or intense. Is that oh. right? Do you do you know, I, I'm kind of thinking... Like,
0: they have, like, um... spiders
1: and things. Oh, but... yes, it's... By the... <laughs> yeah. spider I mean... Yeah. But... You know, in a in a weird sort of way, like I I I don't know, I can't help but think. So, so um, in London Zoo, there's an arachnophobia um uh like program that you can do, mm. where to get over arachnophobia, you hang out with giant spiders and you touch them mm. and everything. Uh huh. In a no. similar, in a <gasps> similar way. And I, I don't know. I, I'm scared too. I mean, I, I, I jump watching movies, like <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and scream, yeah. and, you know, expecting things. Um, but like in a way, like maybe it could have some, like therapeutic, not therapeutic, but um,
0: right. you know, is
1: therapeutic the word? You know, like yeah, kind yeah. I of how? guess yeah. you could
0: say. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's helping someone get help get them something. get over their fear, so that whenever they're around it. this. You know, particular trigger again, they won't feel the same way about it as they did before. You know, kind
1: of. oh I yeah, know, I, mean, I, I know lots totally. of things like claustrophobia are just gonna be forever, like you know, an issue with certain mm-hmm. people. Um, certainly is for me. I don't like like the the coffin you're explaining. Uh-huh. Uh, I would. That That would freak me out. Yeah, same here. Just like
0: the entire time time. you were describing it, I'm just safe.
1: They'd shut. It's
0: just just sitting here. I'm just like, (laughs) ah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'd just be jumping out, and they'd be like, "It haven't, haven't started yet." (laughs)
0: Like I don't
3: care. They'd put the the lid down on, and be like, "Nope, nope, I don't (laughs) care." Panic button, panic (laughs) button, panic button. Yeah, you like rip the panic button out of of it.
2: That's
1: hilarious. Yeah, um, like, you know, are scared like, of guys... height, yeah, something. like right. if there was a simulator for like climbing, uh, uh, you know, like those those videos of crazy Russian people, like climbing those, oh, yeah. <laughs> those scaling the, um, and those like, uh, TV towers and things, like, it could mm, be, yeah, do something. I don't know, I, I don't want to say good, but it could, it could. <laughs> kind of offers like a safe space almost like, you know, you can, wow, you can, if you, if it gets too much, you can take off the glasses and you're fine and you're out.
2: Well, there's, um, there's a simulation of the, that movie, the walk, you know, which is based on a documentary of the Frenchman who walked between the, uh, the twin towers in New York city. Oh yeah, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they did, you know, the, um, a a uh, a movie a version a sort of fictional account based on that story um and they have they did a bunch of cg for that and supposedly there is a vr simulation of that tightrope walk where you walk on like a something with a little bit of uh you know something that's a little bit raised so you feel like you might be walking on a cable hmm oh man <laughs> yeah. And I, I spoke with this um Russian woman. She was so awesome. Actually I spoke with her and then that other gentleman I um mentioned who was uh in VR development and um she was she's doing just that. She's just doing research on how to use VR for therapy um for um for pain relief because you know, I mean they've already been using um video and things like this, um for say like burn patients you know if they surround them in an environment that's all ice that can um help them deal with pain and uh and they've also been using similar things for ptsd um but there are lots of therapeutic uh possible hopeful care uh therapeutic uses for this kind of stuff and that's what her research was on she was like we met because she was just like how was your experience in that? What did you think? And I was just like, you know, it was the forest one. So I was like, oh, I really felt like you were on the animal. And then and then it felt like there was a temperature change, but I don't think that there was, you know. So we talked about that a lot, and, and um, I found out what her background was. And she's also been involved in VR for like like four years like or longer, you know, like sort of in the very, very, very beginning before the people were really sort of on board with it because, it, you know, This stuff has been around for a while. This technology is just sort of changing. But, um, you know, what's interesting is also the um, the capability this has for things like cyberbullying is really terrifying because um, you really, like, for lack of a better word, can get up in somebody's grill, (laughs) you know. So, Hmm. like, in in that way, you're in this immersive environment. I mean, can you imagine playing, like, a multi you know, multi, massive multiplayer online role playing game. Oh, God. With VR headsets, and then suddenly oh, something Lord. like Day Z or something becomes yeah. really like suddenly
0: uh,
2: almost just, too personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, Yeah,
0: no, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, it, I've, I've been on Xbox Live. I know how, how crazy yeah. it could be. So exactly. It's just like, it, putting that kind of environment into. VR would be yeah there would you would have it would definitely have to be like a certain age range exactly limit, limitation exactly totally with very it's strict weird. rules because if you yeah. if that's the case if there are no rules then it's just yeah. it's gonna devolve into chaos
1: I, think I know right? it's gonna do that anyway I mean Xbox <laughs> Live Xbox Live True. is not meant for six year olds but how many do you encounter <laughs>
0: Yeah, you. There's like they basically all you run into if you're playing on like on Xbox Live or just a lot yeah. of online multiplayer. At yeah. least as far as like, depending on what kind of server you're on, I guess <coughs> what kind of game you're playing. But still, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just way more room for intimidation,
2: basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fascinating and nuts. <laughs> yeah, it
0: really is.
2: <laughs> oh man still,
0: so still a long way to go for VR but I think there's a lot of these different experiences is, how, is basically how we figure out what kind of experiences we want to have in this new medium and how we want to help that go forward I guess I, right. want, to have an, I want to have an interactive Totoro experience where, heck you know, yeah
3: <laughs> where you uh, run, run, run around the forest and then you find him and then you crawl on his belly and you can feel his belly and then you go in the cat bus for a ride.
0: Yes, I want a oh. ride in that cat bus.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm sure... Are you sure there isn't
2: one somewhere? <laughs> I feel like there that must already exist. Somebody's there working is, on is, it. Is, so
1: there is one where... I've seen one where um, you are waiting at the bus stop. <laughs> and it's raining. And the frog appears... <laughs> and then Cat Boss appears. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I've seen that one on YouTube. And there's another one, actually, uh, from Spirited Away. I think it's like walking up to the bathhouse.
0: <gasps> uh, uh. <yeah. laughs> That's so <sounds> great.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I want just like a Porco Rosso one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For, like my spirit day, <laughs> where I can just sit and look out on the Adriatic Sea, and just... <laughs> awesome.
0: That is awesome. <laughs> Speaking of Ghibli, kind of like, you know, wanting to, like, relive kind of fantasies, like, I've always wanted to see, like, or do, like, an experience, like, be, like, on uh, Nausicaa's Glider. Oh, yeah. That thing always, like, whenever ever I watch that movie, I always look at that thing, so, like, that is the coolest kind of thing I have ever seen. I would love to ride on that.
1: Yeah, that would Well, be um, I think... Probably expect that there's going to be a ton of Star Wars stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, totally.
0: So. Trying to imagine like what kind of like Star Wars VR would.
1: But you, do you know what? Like Yvonne, the the funny thing about everything that you've been talking about is that the most <laughs> like innovative ones seem to be, and and not just like today, but also the. Um, the movie that you saw when you were at the dinner table what was that called
2: yeah the dog
1: house I think about uh, that a lot by the way
2: yeah <laughs> I talked about that a lot at the event and and that's kind of the reason why I made fast friends with this guy Mark is we talked about the dog house while we were at Terry Becca and they oh, were oh yeah so, sorry, of... sorry
1: I should explain the doghouse was um...
2: oh jeez yeah sorry
1: you were, you were there you could explain it probably better yeah
2: <laughs> So The Doghouse um was is a, a VR experience. It's a I think fourteen minute um short film, live action short film. Uh and and uh, Johan and Matt is that right? I think so. And um they uh they shot this film with actors and they did it with the first Oculus dev kit. Um and used GoPro cameras and strapped them to sort of put them together on the heads of the actors. and uh, then they uh, played, rehearsed this this uh, shot, this movie a bunch of different times um, with the actors playing the parts. So it was presented um, the way it was presented for the viewer for the person experiencing it is that there's a, a table. And it's set with uh, cutlery, plates, uh, wine glasses, and everyone takes a seat at the table. And you basically experience it through one of the characters, one of the actors. So when you look down, you want to try initially to pick uh, a person who's you know, the opposite from you. I picked the, the father character. And so when you look down, you see that actor's body. Mm. It's very much like, uh, it reminded me of Bioshock Infinite a lot. Um, just oh, because you have yes. like these oh. arms kind of sticking out of your body that, um, that aren't yours and you're not controlling them. And, and there was a little bit of a nausea, like queasiness with that first dev kit that you kind of had to breathe through. That said, it was totally effective and, and you really, um, were immersed in the experience, and they did use sound to kind of guide your eye a little bit to sort of stay in touch with the storyline. The storyline was really dramatic, and um, the acting was really terrific. Um, and you could touch, the reason they had the plate set up is most of it was took place at the table. <coughs> but sometimes the characters would move away. Um, but you could do things like touch the wine glass or put it to your mouth, Sort of to help ground you and make it more even more immersive. Um, for me, it just kind of grounded me. Honestly, made me feel slightly less little queasy. But um, the one thing about that is, even though um, the image itself was a little bit grainy, it wasn't crystal clear or anything. Um, it was still good, you know. But um, the reason I say it is that it was completely immersive. Um, and at one point, the story that I tell um, is interesting because at one point, like the father character walks down into the basement. And um, he like pulls out a joint or something and lights it. But when he lights the um, when he lights the lighter, I, I swear I could feel heat from the lighter. Yeah, you, was, I wonder if that's yeah. um,
0: if there was added you know simulation for that, or if that was really no. just your brain tricking you. No, 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 you.
2: that that was just my brain. Wow. No, that was totally mm. just my brain. No, I felt heat near my face. Like that was just my brain doing that. And that's just – that's what's really interesting because it's like something – you just sort of fill in the gaps um, in some ways. In the same way people do with memory. You know, that's why, uh, um, you know, that's why, like, you know, figuring out crime is so difficult, right? Like, people's memory of the same version of events might be totally different because they fill in the blanks.
1: Yeah. we make
2: things – We try to create things. We want things to make sense for ourselves. We want to be sane. Um, We want things to fall into place um, because we want safety. And um, So, yeah, you just sort of do that. Naturally, you just fill in these weird little blanks. It's it's something else. It's really, really cool. I wish I could have experienced that as other characters. There wasn't enough time. But, um, yeah, each person who sort of rode along, like, as a ghost, really, with the character, um, mm. had their own experience, you know, and had their own um, place in the story. And then when we all took off our goggles at the end, it was very, uh, you just immediately start talking to the person next to you, like, what mm. happened when you went off, blah, 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 blah. Well, what <laughs> happened when you were, like, near the table, you know? You know, you talk about it because you really just experienced the film as you would a dinner party and um because of that sort of freedom uh of movement the freedom at least anyway with regard to looking around um and the thing is that's different from say something like Bioshock infinite is that um the movements yeah it's really good but the like the movements of the character are are more these are actors you know that you're sort of riding along with so all of that is intentional too, and it's acted out. And it's more natural. Um, and it's not like, you know, video game characters where it's just kind of like, hey, I mean, there's some acting involved in some of that, but, you know, it's really like hand reaching for gun or hand being burnt by something or hand, you know what I mean? Hand reaching yeah. for another weapon. Um, well, at know. least
0: in the, this, the case of Bioshock Infinite, there's always one scene that I always think, or one series of moments uh-huh. that always first comes to my mind when it comes to that kind of acting or the difference between that and the VR. Is um, mm-hmm. the one part where you're trying to get an airship to leave the city, and then the guy who's supposed to be giving you the ticket kind of like finds out who you are, and then stabs your hand. And then, oh yeah. Um, uh. Oh god! Oh why am totally. I? Eliz- Elizabeth, I believe is uh, her her name, and uh, then the, right, the right. other character she runs off when you start shooting people to defend yourself, and they all start ta- right. attacking you. And then you have right. to chase after her, and then you have a moment with her where you're basically saying, um, "This is kind of the reality of things, and that's gonna this is gonna happen throughout the rest of the game." So, but that that was always a really powerful moment for me. And so, like now, I'm trying to think, like, okay, what's that times like ten for like v- what a uh, VR experience is going to be like?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of a very similar thing. It's just you get that all the
0: time, like,
2: you know. Um, and then some of them they just use the sort of floating 360 camera, so there's no, uh, you know, you're just sort of an uh, disembodied set of eyes, you know, <laughs> looking around a room with no, uh, like, corporal uh, form, right? Wow. So, you know, but sometimes, you know, you have something, a body connected to you, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, the whole idea of versus not being connected to something and then being connected to something—that's really interesting how they're they're playing with both of those different ideas. Yeah, uh, presenting these virtual worlds, kind of.
2: It's really fascinating. There was another um, a VR thing called um, Notes on Blindness, and it was a piece about a man who was losing his vision, and they used all uh, used points of light and sound to describe, sort of show what his daily life was a little bit like. Mm. Um, and that was really interesting. Um, only the one thing I have to say about that is there was a little bit, like I wish they, it's like they used some animals and people and I was just kind of like, I wish that part was a little better or maybe <laughs> like a little more obscured. Like, you know, it was just like, felt like they were kind of popped in and had motion capture attached and then it's like, and done, you know, but, um, maybe, maybe it's a little too critical, but I don't know that part always, that sticks out to me, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm talking about Dan, especially, but, um, <laughs> you know, where you're just kind of like, yep.
0: Okay. Well, maybe you could have
2: worked on that for a few more months but um well
0: there are are always going to be those experiences where it's just like you find some that really immerse you and then there are others that are going to be like you know somewhat immersive but then you're just like oh that could have been much more immersive if they changed this or did this differently it's the same thing with um video games and movies and so forth
2: yeah i mean i just it was just one of those things it's like if you're going to use humanoids or use animals like just you know not through all of it. Some of them was really effective, but some of it just kind of like stuck out as maybe maybe needed a more, another pass. That said, all the stuff they did with the light and the sound was beautiful. Like, So it was a really beautiful piece. And it was extremely – that was one of the first ones I experienced. And it's so funny because I had to like – I had my bag with my laptop and all the stuff in it, and I had to put my bag in my lap because I was like – I'm over here spinning around and my stuff, I don't know where it is, like, this is oh how stupid. You know, and later on, I was just like, alright, well, I need to not be parent." Like, you, you could put your stuff with the person you were, you know, but still, I was just like, wow, I have no idea where any of my things are, you know, like, let's just put this here,
3: you know? <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Was, was there anything that you saw that wasn't, like, That was like um, kind of like a David O'Reilly or uh, Don Hertzfeld kind of, you know, not at all trying to be um, realistic or representational.
2: Interesting. Uh, Not yet. Not really. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, there was like, uh, see, there was one that I didn't get a chance to see. Um, That I really wanted to I just ran out of time the first day And then the wait times got so bad And then I got like sick So I was just kind of like I got a little wobbly Toward the middle of the day And I'm like alright I gotta go home But um, there was one that was based On a graphic novel And there was a lot of hand drawn Well I don't know if it was hand drawn I don't know because I didn't see it Um, I'll find the list of all of them um, maybe there's a way to even watch part of that online or with cardboard or something but it had the look of a graphic novel line quality it may have just been a material um, but it would have been interesting okay. to see that but with regard to like more of like say a hand drawn kind of like art well
1: art not necessarily hand drawn but like mm. just really simplified I'm not trying to trick you into thinking, oh, that's the real cup. Uh, too,
3: well,
2: I mean, a lot of the... Not really. I mean, a lot of them sort of varied on... I mean, the whole, the whole uh, virtual arcade thing that they had were really just... Basically, it was, like, stuff that you would find on, like, New York Times VR... Or um, or some of the YouTube videos, but a little bit. Oh, I've got to more. check it out.
1: Still, I remember you recommended yeah. that. I think on the last episode, yeah, I think that was when you, when you said, "Oh, check that out." Oh the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, apps, the... Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. It's really good. Um, and you could just look at your phone. Like you don't need a, um, anything to attach it to. But um, but a lot of those films were. We're kind of just along that line and you kind of felt like they were just sort of giving people a taste of it for the first time like you know maybe people didn't know about and they just wanted to like see a couple of films where they could sort of look around 360 degrees um, spin around in the chair basically while they were watching stuff that's the other thing there's a lot of that like It was smart, you know. They put people in chairs that spin around, (laughs) and they could spin around, Mm -hmm. and then people were spinning around in their chair. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There was one horror, there was one horror film that was just, it was pretty funny. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was some blood effects. Uh, I have to say, there was one kind of creepy moment where the like the bad guys right up in your face. That was a little effective, I have to say. My heart heart rate went up a little bit when that happened um the rest of it was pretty funny um and the blood effects (laughs) i don't know pretty funny
0: (laughs) but um just not as not as good i was just sort of just kind of takes you out of the experience. excuse me um well no you could just see it exactly for what it was which is fine i mean they weren't trying to
2: make it super realistic Mm-hmm. And um, but the thing is, I had heard people screaming a couple of times, so I was just like, "What is that one?" They're like, <laughs> "Let's go try that." And then, and then I tried it. And I'm like, "Oh, that must be the part where like the yeah. bad guy, the bad guy with the weird mask face is like right up next to you." And and that's oh. the thing, like you, that's the difference, like with the VR goggles, because they're so close to your face, and you feel like you're in the room. You know, again, make it, you're right up in your grill. It's like you're like, oh, uh There's this oh, thing God. called personal space. <laughs> <laughs> I exactly. have a public
0: You need to be outside of the <laughs>
2: Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's the difference. But yeah, it's weird. Really interesting stuff though. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean there may have been other examples that I missed, but I didn't see I don't remember seeing anything. We'll see what people do. I bet you there's going to be a whole slew of. Um, there are probably a, tons of projects out there that are, you know, independent with done with small studio, studios or home studios. Um, hmm. I, I bet I bet you there are. I mean, I mean that's something. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I bet Steam will have a whole channel dedicated to that.
0: Oh
3: yeah.
0: You know. I think so.
3: Did you get to see many like animated films as well or any did you see any? There was um
2: Nerdland um yes. played. Yeah, That was I did not get to freaking see oh, Nerdland. I know. No. I had four opportunities. One I missed because in uh, and the very end, the last two days um I I was supposed to see there was a VES screening of Jungle Book and um, Nerland and I was so excited to do that and I was so sick by that point I was just like oh
3: no I was like
2: I it killed me but I just seriously stayed under the covers and slept and had tea and that's all oh. I could do like I think that's maybe when I watched uh, uh I tried to watch a few movies and I didn't couldn't even make it through any of them. Um, oh dear. it was so sad yeah so Saturday and Sunday I was kind of I tried to do a little bit of you know like computer work but it's boring but um yeah I was, uh, such a drag because the thing is I missed it there was a like um daring woman summit which is pretty cool I went to that like you know Rosie Perez is speaking and and uh Samantha Bee you know and so other people and um and then, oh, okay, this is unrelated to animation. But there was this whole, it was sponsored by um, DEF CON and Bad Robot, um, mm. which is a television show, right. And um, so it was this whole quote-unquote hacker village that was set up in this room. And I thought it was just maybe just one presentation because um, probably for the sake of time and all the events that were going on um, and the length of the festival, um like some of it was a little bit unclear in the book that you got, so you try to figure out what's going on it was a little bit of a challenge sometimes. But I walk in there and I'm like, oh my god, there are all these tables set up to like teach you all this, like show you uh, uh, fabric that has um, uh, lights on it that is uh, tactile and can vibrate to sounds, like. Huh. So that you can wear it if you, say you have a, say you have a a disability, I mean, not to mention the fact that it can be used for virtual reality and gaming, totally, um, (laughs) and all kinds of other stuff, (laughs) but um, if you have, say, a problem with your vision, then things could vibrate based on sound. It's sort of the same opposite of, uh, like, the guy who calls himself Bat Boy, who does, like, the sort of... Um, sonar thing where he makes clicking sounds and then listens to where ah, the clicking yeah. sounds bounce off. Thing well, in this way, your shirt say would like vibrate depending on areas that sound was coming from or different words. Um, oh, it could wow. help you with hearing. So you'd be using, you know, the largest organ that you have is your skin, and it's just like a way to utilize that <laughs> with um, fabric that you'd wear close to your skin. Isn't that something? That is so, wild. I know. That's so there was. I know. So there was like a table of that and then there was a table um I saw I soldered stuff. <laughs> wow. Um yeah, I um, were, learned how
1: to sorry. You
2: soldered stuff? Oh, so I you guys say it differently. So, or I right, we say soldered. Am I, oh, am I
1: And soldered. Soldered. Like like join pieces of metal together. Right,
2: so we don't say the l, right? Am I saying it incorrectly? Yeah, no, no it, yeah, no, it's no, no, like well, I L. said there's no yeah. L. Yeah, we don't, we don't say the L. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that happened to me when I told Michael Colin about it. He's like, what? Oh, a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're,
3: always, we're always learning different things. We
2: differences. are, we are. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Biscuits. Um... I like, like said <laughs> Jeff,
1: Jeff, 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 Jeff Biscuits.
3: Jeff
1: Biscuits. Jeff Biscuits. It returns. It returns. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, it's not uh, often you have a... Uh, Transatlantic conversation about soldering. Right, exactly.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, no. So funny, but so they had a table for that, and then um, I learned how to pick a lock. Whoa! Hey, how cool is that? That's so, that. so that that day that was that ate up a lot of time because I was just like, hmm, do I go to a panel on Kickstarter <laughs> or do I? Spe- i think I'll be picking locks today. Thank you very much. Oh, no, I was getting
1: so- tired by that point.
2: Uh yeah it was just so exciting. So I mean
1: <laughs> you know I thought, you like, like go like, like looking at screens. You're just like, "Oh, how you see to rest." <laughs> <laughs> I'm <keep> right. soldering.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, it's so funny. Like, yeah. So they had that was a really cool little incorporated uh sponsored thing to do while you're waiting to be called for the VR experience.
3: <laughs> That's really uh, Yeah, it was really neat. Sounds like it was a really fun time, apart from the big ill stuff.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: That that was that's that's a part's a real drag.
3: Yeah, Yeah, kind of sucky, but the rest of it. (laughs) I know. The rest of it sounds great.
0: Like a (laughs) like literally a wild ride of stuff to experience.
2: Totally. Totally.
0: That's it. I think that pretty much wraps up today's episode. So, if you want to check out more articles and stuff coming our way, check out animationforadults.com, and you can also look up this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and podcast.com. If you really like what you're listening to and want to help us support getting more episodes and even want to have early access to these podcast episodes, please uh, go to our Patreon page and uh, support the website, and we can make sure we can get those podcast episodes out to you earlier than normal. And Yvonne, where can we find you?
2: I am at Eisner underscore Inc. And um, if you'd like to submit a short film to Animation Nights New York, uh, please do on film Freeway, way um, And you can also go to NYC. And, uh, yeah, our, our next screening is uh, Wednesday, May 11th, and we have a brand-new space for 180 Maiden Lane. It's beautiful, and there's indoor grass you can lounge on. So if you're nice. in the New York City area, please do come by. Admission is it. free.
3: Chris, where we where can we find you? Uh, Mr. Christo on Twitter and on Facebook.
0: All right, and Dan?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Hamu.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Fail2Ninja. Take care, everybody. Ba- Goodbye, everybody.
3: Bye. 2, We are. We
2: are. We are. We <weird> are.
3: We are. 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 We Three, go, but you will be on the day. Three, go, but you will be on the day.